Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Nurse Mark and the Green Nurse Show Daily Dose of AFA. <laughs> I'm Mark Worcester. I'm your host today, along with my co-host, Sherry Tutkis. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. My name is... Good morning. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome, Sherry. Sherry, I'd like to tell you that I've now uh, I've now decided that I am not supportive of cannabis. Uh, I think it's an evil drug and that it should be eradicated from the uh, from the world. And I've uh, I've partnered with uh, Harry Anslinger's Ghost. And together we're going to uh, campaign for a new rally. We're going to create a new reefer madness film uh, starring yours truly. And so uh, I'm just here to tell you that, um, yeah, cannabis is bad. Okay, well, you know what? I, I have an announcement to make as well. Yeah. Um, I just changed my name to Debbie Downer. Excellent. And, uh, and, you know, Debbie Downer doesn't think that anything's AFA anymore. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Thanks for, you know what, Debbie Downer, um, you're probably in the majority with everybody else. So, uh, so you know, welcome along. Hey, listen, it's April oh, Fool's Day. Fools. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Please. So oh, hard. my gosh. This is, this is like one of my favorite days. I love to laugh. I love to joke. And so I'm already scheming with some elaborate plans. Like I'm, I'm going to take every opportunity to just mess with people. <laughs> so I know, right? Th that was great, Mark. You know, you had your goggles on and you're, oh, yeah. I'm going to create a new documentary. Very yes. I'm very serious. And then yes. I, of course I'm trying to be serious and I'm like, what can <laughs> Debbie Downer. So, Hey, everyone. Yeah. Rise and shine. It is Nurse Mark and Nurse Sherry time. <laughs> what is that? It's my little hand. <laughs> That's right. Hmm. What, what so is about? What? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I picked this up along the way somewhere in some, I don't know. I don't know. Some wild, crazy story from several years ago. And I woke oh, up, I had this little tiny hand. So. Oh my yeah. God. Can I tell you it's a funny hand because you could pull it out and go, I'm, you need a slap right about now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so April Fools. April, of course, is my favorite month because I was born in April. So yay. When's April your birthday, is, Mark? Uh, April 25th. April 25th. Yeah. My sister's yeah. birthday is this month. My dad's birthday. My niece. My, my mom's my mom's birthday. I mean, I remember everybody's birthday, you know? Your Ton first of people. girlfriend. <laughs> my y'all, my first girlfriend. She's such a sweetheart. I was such an asshole at a young age. Well, hey, I didn't know. Didn't know. You know? Didn't know. I was really possessive because, of course, nobody else was going to love me, and she was the first one. So I was like, "Geez, I better hold on to her because I'm not. There's no guarantees anybody else is going to love me." Oh, yeah. oh Mark. <laughs> uh oh. And after uh, how wait many? Wait a minute, Jack. There's no spider in my hair because I have no hair. <laughs> Oh, okay. Now, Jack, is that a moose or a mouse behind Sherry? Because this is that's a big difference, dude. <laughs> oh, you guys are great. Oh my god! All right, so Sherry, so much fun. Listen, yes, <laughs> AFA, AFA, AFA day. Yeah, yes, we got to we, we gotta start. Get... Listen, we got to say it. You're absolutely amazing, exactly as you are. No need to change especially don't need to change to please anyone else because no. folks, it's your life. You got to live it when it comes to an end and you're wherever you are and you're getting ready to exit. Ain't nobody else going to be there with you. It's it, you. You can, so, you come in naked and you leave naked. <laughs> well, hopefully, I mean, you know, I like to be naked, so I'm hoping, you know, that would be good. 
so yeah, it's your life. What are we doing? It's, what are we doing? What are we do what we're here to do? <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We're here to. Re- oh goodness, here we go. The spirits are here. Mark, can you hear me? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's beautiful, Sherry. You have just frozen on the screen in the most perfect shot. There you are. You're back again. Uh, <sighs> And there's just the green dot in front of me. I can see oh my no gosh. one, no thing. Yeah, well, it's okay though. It's you, all you good. Live in a spooky house, I got to tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so AFA coming AFA. into the daily love, April first, mm-hmm. April Fool's Day. April Celebrate! Fool's Day. Great day. Uh, it's a great day. So angel message. Night. Can I give? Can I give a little oh, angel message yes. of the day? So Start with the angel message. You no, know, I. I'm gonna set my coffee and listen intently. so I have this little calendar and you know I like it it's just a little it's like besides my AFA daily dose with nurse Mm -hmm. Mark I have this little calendar that just gives me little reminders you know about the divine and spirituality so today's reading is you only need to be clear about what it is that you want Mm -hmm. pray for guidance and then motivate yourself to take the necessary steps that are guided by spirits you go angel message right just make a decision you know conscious decision and then take those little steps so a little angel message right that was that was probably the most powerful thing that i did with my coach which is he's the most extraordinary coach elix sintron if you uh if you get a chance and you're looking for for a life coach a, a performance coach coach elix is amazing and uh so you know, the first thing that coach had me do was work on creating a vision because mm-hmm. without having that clarity and, and, and really absolutely stating that this is what my vision for my life is. And listen, I, I read that vision every day, read that vision every day and, and say it out loud. All of it. I'm telling you right now that I, I wrote one, I think maybe five years ago when we first started working together everything in that vision that original one that i wrote everything manifested every single thing and this was a bold vision so <laughs> it is i yeah. agree mark it's a bold yep. vision and mm-hmm. the part that's great is that you believe it you know you know it it's your truth you walk it yes. you embody it right and so yes. we manifest now, it because we oh our my passion God. fuels our purpose yeah. <laughs> and we, we talked just take about action. you know so last night's podcast, before we get into the daily love, sure. Our guest last night was just an amazing oh. person. I love Chris Killam to death. It, he was such a fun guest. The Lotus in the Bud is his new book. And he talked about it last night. There are there are, you know, 100 billion neurons, little neurons in your brain, right? That's what they calculate. I was like, well, who counted them all? He's like, Yeah, I know, yeah. right? It's not a firm number, but we think there's 100, 100 billion neurons. That's a lot of computing power, right? So mm-hmm. anything is possible with the human brain, right. the capacity mm-hmm. for, for that thought. And if you focus that, yes. anything is possible. So here it is, right? Think about it, it. Even break it down even simpler, right? You know. Mm-hmm. How are we filling those billions of neurons? Yeah. We have the capability of filling them up with whatever we want, right? And yeah. then that's 
mm-hmm. how we're going to show up in the world through, right, you know, so it's just, right, oh, and it was right. just so wonderful. Cannabis consciousness, yoga, mm-hmm. you know, developing, shifting perception. We were talking yeah. about miracles and how, yeah. how we have the capability of doing this. I'm not, if Mark can do it, well, Mark is amazing. I'm not oh, going to yeah. lie. You're freaking oh, AFA. But, but it's just like, I look back and I never thought that cannabis was truly the catalyst, that adaptogen that helped to reframe how I look at the world, how I take care of myself, how I want to show up. It gave me my mission. It gave me my vision. It gave me my passion when I thought that I had lost it. Because why? Because it shifted everything into how I showing up in the world. The plant medicine truly allowed me to step into something that I never knew could be so beautiful. Life, baby, life. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the daily love real quick. Yes. So today, because it's April 1st, I pulled from Conversations with God. And it talks about laughter and joking, (laughs) right? And it talks about the irreverence and reverence of life. And so Neil was talking to God and he's saying, you know, I once began writing a book called God is a Salami Sandwich. And God replied, well, that would have been a great book. I mean, I gave you that inspiration. Why didn't you write it? And Neil replied, well, it felt like blasphemy at the, or at the very least, horribly irreverent. And God's reply was really simple. It's like, you mean wonderfully irreverent because what gave you the idea that God is only reverent? God is the up and the down, the hot and the cold, the left and the right, the reverent the one. and the irreverent, right? So do you imagine that God does not enjoy a good joke? Is it you're knowing that God is without humor? And God says, I tell you, God invented humor. So, yes. and it goes on. So here's the thing. That's why he created us. He yes. must be having a big laugh, right? <laughs> so have you ever, have you ever been in this conversation with friends about, is there anything too serious to joke about? I mean, I've been at parties or been in situations where we started to talk about is there, so, is there are there things that are just too serious to joke about? Because, you know, humor's all over the spectrum and there have been comics that have been accused of being too far out there, right? Just oh, yeah. too, talking about things you just can't talk about. Yeah. But in the end of the day, it's language. Most, most <laughs> yeah, most comics talk about things that are just absurd, right? The mm-hmm. absurdity of life. They point yeah. them out and we all laugh about them, right? Because it is absurd. And I shared that, you know, my personal opinion is this, that it it's all irreverent. It all is meaningless. And at the <laughs> end of the day, we're just spirit who come here and have this physical experience. And then we die and we move on. And hey, if we want to come back, we do. But it's so yeah. it's, it's all just meaningless. And, you know, we cling to life and we cling to these ideas that there's sanctity and we have to, you know, that there's right and there's wrong, there's judgment. And at the end of the day, the biggest joke of all is that none of it matters. And then we're just spirit and we're eternal and we'll always be fine. And the horrible yeah. things that happen to us in this physical world, these horrible things that we all feel, you know, are bad and, and, and such are part of this physical reality. In the end of the day, spirit is untouched by it because spirit is just love. Exactly, right? So that's it. And that's get, oh, gets back to the whole away, point of your book. Joke away. Well, who doesn't? Here's the thing. Let's tie in laughter to the endocannabinoid system. We're yeah. going to bring it to cannabis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do you think I make all those crazy TikTok videos? Mm-hmm. A, I entertain myself. B, I'm moving, I'm singing, I'm dancing. Yep. C, I'm laughing my butt off because I'm so ridiculous. Right. D, I'm educating. 
and yeah. I'm having fun. And so I'm, I'm, I'm able to step out the box or remove oh. the box. It says I need to be and show up in the world in a certain way. It yeah. feels good. Right. You know, so they're <laughs> right. Like I've got a warped sense of humor, Sherry, you know, I, I, know. I, I was an avid, I'm an avid fisherman. I have been over the course of my life, you know, at times I'm really more like into it and other times I'm doing other things, but by and large, I've always, fishing has been always been my thing. Right. And so I have a, very solid group of friends that I've fished with for many, many years. So, you know what I did for a period of time, you know, probably 20 years ago. So I would travel the world and I would be fishing, fly fishing somewhere. And I would, I would be with a fishing guide and one of my fishing buddies, I would completely take all my clothes off and I would have <laughs> either the guide or my friend, now, kind of shocking for the guide. I'm sure they didn't have anybody else who did this. I would have them take a picture of me fly fishing naked somewhere in the world. <laughs> and I compiled them. And I sent, I would send a Christmas card to my friend's house of me naked fly fishing somewhere, like greetings from Mark, you know? And I did this for, <laughs> for a period of time. And, you know, so that's my kind of humor, okay? That's my it. kind of joking around. And um, gosh darn it, yeah. I haven't done one in a while. So I think I need to go fishing today. Can I tell you, we think we should all go fishing. Wouldn't that be funny? Yes. Uh, All of us with our moves. So have a good joke today, everybody. <laughs> really, have yeah. a good joke. <laughs> yeah. So, Sherry, Throwback Thursday. We got, we got Thursday. history history to talk about. Oh, I do. love history. I know. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So, you know, cannabis history, you know, we this is what we want to do is we want to go back and we want to, because, you know, it's such a reefer madness is still here even though we are legalizing across you know the country mm -hmm. you know we want people to understand that this has been around for a long time and how things right. have shifted and morphed mm -hmm. as to where we're led today you know mm -hmm. so mark you're the history buff so i'm going to let you lead this parade <laughs> god i love history i really do you know and we talked about it last night with chris a lot you know mm -hmm. how, how you know after the last ice age ended 12,000 years ago cannabis just kind of re-emerged and took over and yeah. and was spread throughout the world by human beings because they used it's a master it. plant like yeah, they used it plant. they used it and they carried it with them it was part of what they used on a daily basis so it's been mm -hmm. you know the a seeds. huge long history of cannabis in the world so we we come to history in the united states right yeah. and so when we talk about um, when we talk about hemp, which is cannabis, mm -hmm. uh, you know, hemp in the beginning of this country in 1619, you know, and in, in, in the early 1600s when Jamestown first uh, was uh, founded, and that was an entrepreneurial community. It was not about you know getting away from religious persecution, which is what we think it was the founding of the United States. It was all entrepreneurial, like people go. came here to try to make a living. And they were they were required by the crown to grow hemp. There you go. Really simple. Hemp was used for everything in the world, like food, fiber, sails on the ships. It was used paper. for paper. The first Bible was printed on it, Gutenberg, right? So hemp has a long history. Cannabis has a long history as this as this uh, commodity. So you were required. Right. So there's a long history in the United States of of cannabis being grown. So we yeah. fast forward to George Washington. Yeah. Oh, Georgie. He grew hemp on his farm because 
He because it was, was agricultural ledgers. He had a particular interest in the medicinal use of cannabis. Several of his diary entries indicate that he was indeed growing cannabis with a high THC content or marijuana. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Kind of makes sense because, you know, he had all his teeth removed. He had, you know, those wooden dentures. So he I think did. probably uncomfortably probably needed a little something, something to kind of ease the pain. Listen, there was no stigma then, right? It was just, it was a plant and you used it. It was well. Um, it was it. Survival yeah. of the fittest. And let me tell you, if, if cannabis is going to help you to survive, mm -hmm. <laughs> people are going to take it for sure. Yeah. I didn't. Know, I didn't know that George Washington had wooden teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Were you kidding? Were you? <laughs> no, not kidding. Nope. Nope. And uh, yeah, you know, right? Little known facts. Uh, so, so TJ, TJ Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool dude. Listen, he grew yeah. up at Monticello. Everybody mm -hmm. was growing him. You really, it's Everyone. just what you did. Yeah. yeah, so he he had farming diaries from 1774, 1824, but there's no evidence to suggest that, that Jefferson was a habitual smoker of anything like hemp, tobacco, whatever. Right. Um, yep. So there was a reference in Jefferson's farm book about separating male and female hemp plants as evidence wow. that he was cultivating it for purposes of smoking. But really, or... Uh, George Washington did record that in his diary. Um, so, you know, Jefferson was growing it. Yeah. They yeah. were growing it. And it, it exists. It's been here. And then over time, yeah. what happened? You know, so these were in the 17, 1800s. Mm -hmm. And then in what? The 1840s, cannabis starts to become mainstream medicine in the West. Yeah. Right? Right. Right. So, I mean, you know. It's not people. People in the past weren't less able intellectually to process things. It's the same human brain. These people just had what was available to them to work with, and so there were studies being done, scientific studies, and you know they studied marijuana. They did. Yeah. So by 1850, right? Yeah. 1850, yeah. cannabis made its way into the United States Pharmacopeia. And this is an yeah. official public standard setting authority for yes. all prescription and over the counter medicines. Right. So it's, it's the listed of all drugs that are available for available. physicians to use. Yeah. And so, so I found in a big way. In a big way. Think big about way. this. Yeah. United States Pharmacopeia listed cannabis as yep. treatment for these conditions, mm -hmm. neuralgia, tetanus, mm -hmm. typhus, mm -hmm. cholera, rabies, dysentery, alcoholism, mm -hmm. opioid addiction, anthrax, yeah. leprosy, yeah. incontinence, gout, convulsive disorders, tonsillitis, right. insanity, insanity, right. extensive menstrual bleeding, uterine bleeding. So here it is. So they yeah, had like, like, you know, that's a like lot of conditions. Of yeah. No. So, so, they, had, so they already knew they already knew that it was effective for all of these differing things that we suffer with. Yeah. See, we're already, we're starting to see how amazing this plant is in dealing with so many different things, because as we know now, we have the endocannabinoid system and it makes right. sense as to why it's effective in all of these areas. Right. So real quick, just adding in a little anecdotal uh, piece of evidence. Um, when the uh, Bunker Hill Monument, you know, we're from Boston, Sherry, you know, we're Boston born and bred. So, you know, we got to talk about a little bit of Massachusetts history. When the Bunker Hill Monument, which is a monument to the, the Battle of Bunker Hill, right? In the uh, Revolutionary War in the start, that monument was erected in 1843. 
And I was reading this uh, book a while ago about, you know, how the monument was, you know, how they got it passed through the government at that time and how it was built and who funded it. But there was a passage in there that said, and all around the area where the Bunker Hill Monument in Charlestown was erected were fields of hemp. So it was all hemp being grown all around the Bunker Hill Monument, which I thought was pretty darn cool. That is pretty cool. I didn't even know that. So history, isn't this awesome, Mark? Yeah. You you know a lot about this. Good stuff. Yeah, a lot of useless information. Um, I'm filled with it, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I it's great. Parties. I can have a conversation about a lot of stuff that just you'd never know and really you don't need to, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. It's fun to talk about. Yeah. You know? So, Sherry, this is really cool. In 1889, the article in The Lancet, which is mm-hmm. still published, by the way, right? Major medical it is. journal, right? Major. It finds the use of cannabis for opium withdrawal. <laughs> because remember, there was an opium-ish Oh, oh, huge. It's always been a problem. Why? Because it's so damn good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it alters states have, of consciousness. Receptors and it's highly addictive because it does give you this awesome feeling, right? Right. And it relieves yeah. your pain and kind of takes you out of life for a moment. So there's there's been an opium problem forever and ever and Long ever. Long time. Yeah. yeah. So at this point, there was an opium uh, issue. And so the Lancet, they outlined using cannabis for that, which we now know today. Works great. It's being studied again for this use, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this was the 1889. The article in the Lancet outlines yeah. that for cannabis opium withdrawal. That's just fascinating. And then we continue on, right? It just right, keeps getting on, better on. and better. Last sentence that you wrote in here. By the way, Sherry puts these awesome notes together for the show. She is <laughs> absolutely amazing at this. Oh my god. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. <clears throat> the last thing under in the in the Lancet in the article, it says, yes. it says the mixture reduced the opium craving and acted as an right. anti-emetic. So they're saying, possibly for the first time, hey, this works for nausea and vomiting, right. which of course right. was was revisited in the nineteen seventies uh, and eighties. In the eighties, primarily with AIDS and wasting syndrome, exactly, it's the problem. People were nauseous; so they were throwing right. up. Yeah. And also, too, people coming off of opium, people coming yeah. off of narcotics and opioids. Yeah. What is the thing that happens? They're throwing yeah. up, right? They don't right. feel good. A lot of nausea right. and vomiting. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Such a long history, Sherry. Such a long okay. history. And, you know, oh, so Chris last night shares bong, right? Bang, yes, bang, yep. the bong, the, the bang for yoga. In, so in India, there is a drink, mm-hmm. cannabis is used, um, you know, across the country. Uh, in, in there is uh, one holiday, Holy Day, H-O-L-I, where yes. the whole country shuts down and everybody, and Chris, Chris mentioned this, everybody, police, judges, you know, taxi cab drivers, children, everybody in the country. Buddy partakes in this in this holy day drink. yeah yep. so yep. it's a and it's a bang b-h-a-n-g so everybody it's a, it's a national holiday where everybody gets a little bit eh, get a little bit toasted yeah. that's it one day they all enjoy themselves and then they yep. go back to work the next day that's right right <laughs> yeah feeling good and not hung over because mm-hmm. they they were able to 
you know, reach new levels of well-being, mind, body, and spirit. So yeah, so, and that's what we talked a lot about too with Chris was about how mm -hmm. these experiences, you know, these connections, this this way of altering our states of consciousness mm -hmm. for for enlightenment, for us to be able to look, experience, see, yeah. heal, feel different ways mm -hmm. of being, you know, bringing yeah. in different aspects of, yeah. you know, of the divine. That's, That's how I look at I it. I know. So let's talk about this report here, this, this report that you're mentioning from 1972, U.S. National Commission on Marijuana and Drug Abuse. It, mm -hmm. it was titled Marijuana, A Signal of Misunderstanding. Yes. And yeah. So this is in the 70s, right? And this is, um, this is Richard Nixon era, you know, the king mm. of on drugs yeah the racist son of a bitch um <laughs> uh and he just was i mean just yeah. hated hated black people and he hated hippies and that's why he <laughs> waged this war on drugs yay mm, good right. job tricky good job uh, so the report mentions the use of cannabis as an analgesic analgesic a restorer of energy a hemostat and ecobolic to induce contractions and an antidiuretic it's also mentioned as, a, as an aid in treating hay fever, cholera, dysentery, all of these different things, right? Swelling of Other the testicles. <laughs> the cannabis. Yeah. Prevention of insomnia, <laughs> relief of anxiety, prevention against cholera, alleviation of hunger, and is an aid to concentration of attention. Yes. Right? Yes. It was just now, amazing that they had yeah. written all of this up in a way that was mm -hmm. so concise that covers multiple covers that umbrella yeah. wherever it is you know the we, we mm -hmm. look at the umbrella the whole endocannabinoid system yeah. how everything is interacting with each other via yeah. the endocannabinoid system going on and off on and off and so it shows that in this report from 1972 every report they put out shows that <laughs> so here we are you know in the 70s you know um so you know richard nixon really was you know just a horrible human being by all accounts, right? <laughs> he was just a manipulative, evil politician who was, you know, I think the first president actually resigned during his term, right? Yeah. And uh, I was little. Because he was caught red handed. <laughs> Goodbye. He was, he was so, rather than be prosecuted, he said, I'm going home, folks. Done enough damage. Anyway, we're still living with his war on drugs. Um, and so he commissioned the former governor of Pennsylvania, I believe, Schaefer. And he said to Schaefer, hey, listen, I want you to do a report on um, marijuana. Uh, only, you know, listen, we're never going to allow marijuana because I don't like black people and hippies. Seriously, he was telling, he told him this. I don't care what you do, but I want just want you to do a report. Now, Schaefer did a good job. Like he, he really did an honest to God, good, really strong report. Research. And when the Schaefer report was published, <laughs> they said it marijuana should be deschedulized and it should be decriminalized and it's not an awful drug. And and Nixon, you know, read the report, closed it up, and said, Yeah, no. And that yeah, was no. it. That was the end of the report. So wow. welcome to government. Now it's just the way it is. We can get angry about it. We can get incensed about it. And, and, you know, trust me, millions of people have suffered because of this war on drugs and because of, you know, because of the political machine. Um, but, but we're here to look at history, look at history and Mark, you're so good at it. it. Maybe yeah. get a little fired up, but then yeah. 
we need to really understand that, you know, we can be combative and in people's spaces to try to get things changed. No, usually or you, not or, gonna happen. It's usually not going to happen. I mean, I'll give you a good example. How do how did women at the turn of the night uh, in the beginning of the 1900s? How did women get the right to vote? They petitioned well, for they, it. They, they they did rallies and they yeah. you know and they they really were out there with the yeah. signs and there were there were women who were just you know um, courageous enough to step out and step say out. we demand yes. this. But did that really do it? What did it, Mark? Question. You know what did it? They convinced the white men in power that it was a good idea. Behind the scenes. There it is. So there it is. Let let the men think they're making the decisions. (laughs) People in power have to to agree in order for it to change. So we still have old white men in power. Mm-hmm. And you see what, you know, our president, current president did in dismissing some of his cabinet members because they used cannabis in the past. Oh, Joe, so disappointing. I had such high hopes for you, but you're just an old white man that needs to go. So, <laughs> yeah, no, so here's the thing. Come on, come on. Right. Uh, so listen, you know, um, so history too. just the way it is until we are able to convince the people who we have given power to. Uh, until we're able to convince them with good, solid evidence in repeatedly moving that forward, it's just not going to change. So that's why we do what we do. do with love right? and compassion, share. Yeah, right. that is why we do what we do every day. So we are educating and empowering and bringing humor and love and yeah. spirituality, the mental, emotional, spiritual components of this oh. cannabis plant, as well as the physical science. And we're doing these shows every morning because right. we want to change history. Right. And that's why you're here, everybody. Every all of you who show up, I know you feel the same way. Like you're yeah. you're you believe the science that's that's out there and has been out there for 50 plus years or 10,000 years, the evidence that's out there. You believe that, you know it to be true, but you also yeah. know that the spiritual side needs to come into that we're and cannabis taking science and we're taking metaphysics and we're just bringing it all together. And cannabis allows, you know, us to mm. open up doors in our consciousness to experience different ways of being, different ways of thinking and different ways of perceiving and processing information and emotion. Yes. So, it's mm. amazing. And so and the thing too about history, I keep going back, you know, I keep mm. thinking back. I said if they if people had known about the endocannabinoid system, if, if the medical professionals had mm. known and kept up with it, mm-hmm. so many people would not have suffered. Right. So that is why you know, I look back and I'm like, you know what, this is why we're doing what we're doing. This is why we're stepping Absolutely. outside the box and we're and having a voice. We want to give you all a voice. So if you have your sh- stories to share, we want to hear them. Yeah. You know, we want to you know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right, share. This yes. is an AFA day. If there has ever on. been one, today is it because it's April Fool's Day. You get to play a joke on the people around you, your loved ones, especially. <laughs> okay, so let's get busy. Let's have an let's AFA day. Let's it's really, let's really think of some some really fun ways to play a joke on somebody. Mm, yes. them, but really, you know, you want to. Give Get a laugh. Him. We want we want more anandamine. We want more of that yeah. bliss-like molecule in our and lives. So does that, baby. <laughs> laughter does. does that, doesn't it? It does. Yes. Yeah. So this is it. Happy full day, everybody. Love you all. Thanks for coming by again. And Sherry, what's it all about?
Oh, goodness, Mark. It's about living your best life and helping others do the same. Yes. All right, everybody. We'll see you soon.